This is Center Stage, putting lawyers in the spotlight by highlighting attorneys and other industry experts to help take your law firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to Center Stage. I am your host, John Henson, and I am honestly shocked that um, we have not talked about this week's subjects on the show before. We are Spotlight Branding. Branding is in our name, and we haven't had an episode about the importance and the power behind branding. Um, so that's kind of a failure on my part, but we're going to make up for it this week. Um, and to help me do that, I am joined by Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr from Brandface. Uh, they do uh, just a great job branding across several different industries, and uh, they have been kind enough to join us this week. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for having us yeah, on. Yeah, thanks. We're you know, excited. We love to talk about branding, so it's uh, it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, yeah I, I, I believe so. So yeah, before we jump in, uh, talk a little bit about you know brand phase, who both of you are, and and how we got to this point. All right. Well, mine started very with a lot of glamour. I sold vacuum cleaners door to door for three years, paying my way through college. And that's where I first really learned how important personal branding is because you can't just go up to a door and say, let me in. I want to sell you an expensive vacuum, right? You have to kind of come up with a story that, you know, that really is like, okay, I'm a poor college student. I'm showing these vacuums. I get college credit for it, et cetera. And, uh, I was discovered along the way by somebody in radio and uh, an engineer of a radio station said that there was a job available that he thought I'd be great for. So why didn't I just, you know, apply for it? It was a sales position. So at first I said no. And then fast forward 18 years later, I was still in the media world. (laughs) So, So what was really interesting though, John, is as soon as I got into the radio world, I noticed instantly that when I would go to networking events or just events around town, I um, would see these business owners who were like rock stars. And I thought, who are these people? And I noticed they all had one thing in common. They were either the face or the voice of their own business. So they were putting themselves out there. They were car dealers. They were physicians. They were furniture store owners of all shapes and sizes. And that gave them the way they presented themselves in the media voice of their own radio commercials in their newspaper ads, their TV ads, et cetera. They were the authority in that particular industry and that market. And that really was what intrigued me in the first place. So for uh, almost for about 24 or five years before I started Brandface, there was that common thread of personal branding. So I would bring my clients into the studio, help them craft their own radio commercials to start with and teach them how to be the face of their own business. Then that uh, transpired into helping them uh, with online um, strategies, helping them with television, newspaper, et cetera, like all different uh, media outlets. And then uh, in 2013, I thought, you know what, this is what I love to do most in the world. Why don't I take my own advice and really niche down and say, this is exactly what I do. That's when I met this gentleman and I'll let him pick it up from there. (laughs) Yep. See, uh, so I, I was trained as an auctioneer originally. I uh, came out of high school. That's all I wanted to be. I sold cars, real estate, and, and equipment, cars, equipment first. But my mentor told me to get my real estate license, and then uh, maybe I can make some extra money along the way. I never really 
thought about opening a brokerage of my own to run a brokerage, I was perfectly content being a contract auctioneer and traveling in the Southeast, Florida, Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, that sort of thing. Uh, home state of Georgia, born north of Atlanta. Uh, but then when the mortgage debacle hit uh, in 2008 I, or 2007, I uh teamed up with a company out of Irvine, California, and we went for the Bear Stearns residential portfolio, and, and we sold off about 75% of that uh, during those late unpleasantness, right? And I ended up licensed in 33 states as a broker and an auctioneer. I had an office in Atlanta, an office in Irvine, California, an office in Seattle, Washington, but an auctioneer is always working ourselves out of a job. I had my own portfolio here in Atlanta, and I wanted to get back, uh, hoping that it, those values returned, right, like everybody else back then. And when I came back home, I bought a piece of property, met a lady on the other side of that transaction. I, I really liked, we got along really well. She said, you need to open up a real estate brokerage in our small town uh, because you don't have any competition. And I said, if you'll come on board, I'll do that. And she did. And I just thought I'd tinker with it. Like I just thought, okay, we'll just play around with this thing. Uh, but then it ended up being her aunt. And so I ended up hiring that company she just told you about to do my marketing and I didn't realize she had written Brandface, which is a book, a number one bestseller on Amazon in about eight different categories, including international business. And she asked me to write one directly towards real estate agents uh, and helping them build their business. And then that expanded to entrepreneurs, real estate or uh, Brandface for entrepreneurs, which really deals with all of the different verticals. And then uh, now for the past seven years, not only have I built a brokerage uh, here in North Atlanta that is expanded into Knoxville, Tennessee and Orlando, Florida. Meanwhile, we've been growing brand face uh, into all kinds of genres. We have clients in 41 states, four countries. Uh, we deal with dentists and landscape companies. Veterinarians, veterinarians voiceover, artists, voiceover artists, personal trainers, personal trainers <laughs> coaches, real estate agents. So uh, we've just got excited about branding and said, you know, people need to know the story of the person they're going to do business with, no matter what that business is. And, and that led us to, to being on your show today. So. Awesome. So, so that kind of leads us into, you know, my first question here, you know, obviously we're, we're kind of focused here on the legal industry and one of the biggest uphill battles that we climb is this idea that search engine optimization is where you start it's kind of the only thing that you really need to have. And we keep telling people like, no, you, like that can come later if you want to, but you don't really need it. And there are just so many other marketing avenues to pursue that, that can be, you know, like focusing on referrals and, and stuff like that. But the, the whole concept of branding and, and, you know, making sure that it's obvious, you know, who you are, how you can help people, um, you know, making sure like to your point that, you know, people associate your name with your business and things like that. Why is that the, why is that, why should that be the starting point for a business owner first, before they even dive into some of these other lead generation opportunities? That's a fantastic question. Yeah. The, the question you want to answer it? Sure. Okay, I will. I I'm dying. To we you. love this question. Okay. So first of all, you got to ask yourself, why is it not? Right. Mm. <laughs> and it's because we've been trained to go after leads, 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 leads. We need the leads. We need the leads. Like the, uh, um, 
Glengarry Glenn Ross Glen, movie. Glengarry Glenn Ross. Yeah. Remember that movie? It's that like, leads. if I just had the leads, I've got, the, I, I want the good leads. So, so we're really kind of conditioned to, well, we just need to talk to people. We won't worry about that brand stuff later. I just need to get in front of people. Well, the question you have to ask yourself is what kind of people do you want to get in front of? What are they looking for? What do you have that they would want to be involved with? Like, how can you help them? So, so the reason it's really important is because you have to unravel a whole lot if you're just going after the leads first. You need to know what kind of leads. And so we have five questions that every great brand must answer. And if you really think about it, those questions have to be answered before you do any effective any marketing, market. including SEO, by the way. Yes. Um, but those questions are, go for it. Well, um, who do you serve? Mm -hmm. How do you serve them? What qualifies you to serve them? How does it make their life better? And the fifth one is what sets you apart? Yeah, that's the most important one. To, it sure I should have started, started with that. But I, you know, it's, that's the most important one. Because to your question, it's putting the cart before the horse, right? Like if in any industry, in any entrepreneurial driven industry, especially when you're forward facing, people need to begin to know who you are and why you serve them and how you serve them. But if you don't determine first what sets you apart in that genre, you don't know how to talk to that person. And all the SEO, you could spend millions in SEO and still not be putting the message to the people that need to hear it that explains why you do it. And yeah. that's why branding has to be first, because you've got as an entrepreneur, as a, an attorney, and I would think attorneys, uh, we've got a good friend as an attorney and uh, that, that is a good marketer. And we've met with, we've consulted in his business. He's, he's, he's called the bald lawyer, uh, which is interesting. And that is his whole brand, <laughs> right? And it's a fantastic brand because, you know, you, he, he, uh, he, it really just sets him apart. It doesn't have to set him apart as a lawyer. It, it sets him apart as a person. It's like, it makes him identifiable. So yeah. every time I go by one of his billboards and it just says, says, ball lawyer, I call him and I say, put your face back on. It started <laughs> with his you, face on it because yeah. otherwise, where's the connection? Right, right? because right. he started with his face and because it has to be, that's a part of his brand. It has to be who he is, right? Yeah. Now, you know, the rest of what we've taught him is that you also now you've got to boil down who you really want to go after. Like what is going to be your niche in the legal world that you're going to hang your hat on for a minute? Because gone are the days that you're in this small town where everybody's walking past your shingle and you say lawyer. Right. Because if you're the only one in town, you know, they might need a wheel. They come to you. They might need a closing. They come to you. They might need a lawsuit. Come to you. They, you know, but gone are those days. We, we don't have those days anymore. Right. And the mistake of saying, OK, I'm going to really spend a lot of money on SEO first, but not having those five questions answered on your brand then you really confused as much as the clients you're trying to reach and they don't really have a reason to come to you. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, to kind of extend on that a little bit, I think your answer has to be very well thought out because you can't say, you know, to answer the question, you know, what makes you different or how do you stand out from your competitors? You can't just say, oh, well, we have the lowest prices in town or, oh, we provide good customer service. Like that's not good enough. No, it's not. Really, no, it's not good enough. Yeah. yeah. It's not good enough. And it's I do. another good point. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead. You go. probably figured say what Well, I, 
I was going to say something about the bald lawyer approach, because I don't want anybody sitting out there thinking that that's all they have to do is say I'm the bald lawyer. Right. right so right. so there's no, a difference. That's just a start. If you think of it like this, because I know there's somebody out there thinking that. Right? <laughs> what does that say? Right. Well, there's think of your brand like a book. Your brand is your story. Right. It's that answering all five of those questions. That's your story. Yeah. But you can't possibly put the entire contents of your book on the cover. Right. You wouldn't be able to read it and nobody would buy it. <laughs> so right. You have to put that 75 mile an hour marketing hook on the cover. That's my bald lawyer. Right. OK. And that makes you curious enough to look that up. Oh, oh, well, that guy's got billboards everywhere. Let's look him up. And then you see the rest of the story. So there's that marketing hook, that part that reels you in mm-hmm. really quickly at a glance. And then there's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey says, right? You cannot mm-hmm. have a brand without the rest of the story. No, the messaging and the build out is very big. Yeah. And, and to what you just said, so she actually surprised me because she went, uh, but she wanted, to, clar- no, she wanted <laughs> to clarify what, I, what I'd already brought up. <laughs> But you said something there, like you can't just say like uh, most trusted, most trustworthy. You can't say, uh, yeah, you know, um, you, it, what we say in our book is uh, if you claim to be better, better is subjective. Better, better is what? Your better is different than my better, different than her better, different than your other clients better. Every client that you have is a different idea of what is better. But if you come up with a way you're different, it's inarguable. So my bald lawyer is completely different, right? And it's it, it's inarguable. Number one, he's bald. And when his <laughs> picture's on there, you can see that, right? So he's already stated a truth right off the bat. It's caught somebody's eye. And now, like she said, you look it up because there's no other contact information on that. So that, cr- that creates a bit of curiosity. And then when you go there, you see exactly what kind of law that he practices, right? That he, he works uh, uh, with uh, personal injury and you begin to see that, okay? What does that mean to them? And why is that important? And then that messaging for the rest of that brand explains why they need to do business with him. Yeah. And when and only when you define that is your SEO ever going really and truly even your ROI on any marketing dollar is never going to be returned to you as high as at the highest percentage until you dial those things in. Yeah. And, and, and that's why, at least for us on our end, you know, we really focus on the content side of the marketing, you know, the, the blogs that you're putting out, the topics that you're covering on that. So, you know, you have your image, you're, you're, you know, you're the bald lawyer. What does the bald lawyer do? Whatever he does, you know, you're focusing in, that's what your content focuses on and really showing off that expertise. And now people are going to start associating, okay, that guy's the expert in whatever personal injury, criminal family law, whatever he's doing. Um, but to back up just a second, so you guys talk about the three amigos of marketing, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of attorneys do this. They think, okay, well, I've got these three things. I'm doing my marketing. That's it. But why, why is that a problem to just stop there? Because it doesn't tell the full story. It's just like my bald lawyer, right? Mm. It, it, you can see his face on maybe the old billboards anyway. You see his tagline or brand that we call it a brand identifier, right? Mm -hmm. That thing that you just want to be known for right off the bat that captures that curiosity, kicks open the door to want to get you to want to learn more about that brand. But what does a logo say? So many people spend so much time like really scrutinizing their logo. That logo has to be so perfect. And I'm here to tell you a logo is not a brand. 
not in and of itself. It is one of the branding elements, but your photo, your photo does matter, right? But it's not the only thing. So those three things in and of themselves, it's like if a cake has 18 ingredients, three of them are not going to make a cake. Right. <laughs> they're going to make a mess. <laughs> right. They're going to make something that tastes really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not enough. I mean, it's not enough. Uh, you haven't, you barely built the skeleton. You haven't put it doesn't the, have, everything else. Yeah. There's it. no story behind it. What's the story? That's just the <laughs> door opener. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, it, it, think of it another way. Um, you know, you're opening a business. You got to have more than just a, a building. You know, you gotta you gotta have, you know, address. You gotta have a door to get into. You gotta have a sign out front. But at the same time, you have to then operate out of that business. It's it's more than just the building that that it's hosted in. So that's that's just a, a really great point. Um, you mentioned also the the purpose and and why you're doing what you're doing. So why is it, in your opinion, why is it important to be focusing on? the the purpose in your marketing message rather than just what you do that's really important because uh the purpose of what you're doing is the is really the attractor factor to the client you're trying to get okay so if they don't understand that they're just not going to choose you you just become a commodity just like anybody else you know like me being in a real estate business if i don't explain to people in my marketing uh concisely all the time what my purpose is and direct that at the very people who need that purpose. I, my marketing dollars go to the tank. Uh, I don't, I don't get responses. I, you know, I do advertising because you hear it all the time. No doubt. People are like, Oh, my marketing doesn't work. Right. Everybody thinks that including me, like, Oh, my marketing doesn't work. I used to tell her marketing doesn't work. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, obviously it's a joke. It's tongue in cheek. If right. it didn't work, people wouldn't do it. They do it all the time. Why do they do it? Because it right. works. So, yes, it does absolutely work, but you have to dial that in. And I think people don't do that. The purpose to me is the core of, of what it is. People need to know your why or you're just a commodity to them. They might as well just, you know, throw a dart at, at, uh, at 10 lawyers uh, contact and just pick one out. But that's yeah. not the way to do it. Right. And we already know in every in every industry period, people are doing what nowadays, especially during COVID and, and, and from now on after COVID, they're going to the Internet and checking that person out. They're yeah. looking at that content that you're creating. They're they're looking at whether or not they're genuine, whether or not they're authentic, whether or not it's just about the money, whether or not they, you know, uh, uh, care about the client. And those things, uh, number one, have to be authentic. You have to really do have those things and do those things or you have no longevity in any business. But then you have to give them that uh, information because they're going to look for it. Yeah. And one of the biggest, um, I think, turning points for us, especially in our strategy, was when uh, Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand book came out. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but oh, that, sure. that yep. yeah. And, and I think that that philosophy has also just really changed how people market because at that point, it's not about you being the centerpiece, you know, like, and I get that there's like on the surface, there could be a little bit of contradiction there because we've been talking about like, making yourself the face and everything, but it, it has to do with the messaging. Like you can still be the face of the business, but your work is not about you. Your work is about right. the people that you're helping. And I think that's the key that a lot of people end up missing. Agree. Yeah. 100%. Well, there's two keys they end up missing, John. That, that one is definitely one. 
And the other one is they forget to portray who they are as a person too. Uh, yes. Life is not just about choosing somebody for only their professional attributes. No, no. Because you can line up, you know, let's take lawyers, for example, you can line up 15 lawyers. They can have all these great personal attributes, but where is the human, right? Where's the uh, human element in that? That's where personal branding comes in. You know, that yeah. story brand book talks a lot about business branding and making sure that you're reaching out to somebody with with what you can do for them, which we totally agree with. Layer personal branding on top of that. And why do, are they going to do business with John? Why is John going to do their content, right? Yeah. It's because of something else beyond just your ability to write. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can write. You understand strategy. You, you appear to be ex- very genuine and very authentic in your approach and truly wanting to help somebody get out there and get their message out there, appear to be the authority, but not have to spend, you know, out the ears for SEO, right? right. So, so why? Why? You know, where, what's your background? Where do you come from? Where were you raised? What yeah. were your values in life? How did those parlay into what you're doing today? There is a strong element in that that I think most especially attorneys forget. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, we see it all the time on billboards, right? Billions recovered or, you know, X amount of cases won and stuff like that. And those, those are cold advertisements that really are just like n- no more than a broadcast, right? Because that, like, if I've been in a wreck or if I need a personal injury attorney or, you know, I'm facing a criminal charge or I'm going through a divorce or, you know, somebody's taking my kids from me or something like that. Those cold numbers don't really mean a whole lot to me, right? I need to know, uh, hey, are you going to remember me when I call? Are you going to be? And even if a firm grows as they do, right? If they're properly ran, the firms grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. I mean, you know, and you could have a, na- a nationwide company or whatnot. To us, personal branding is still important because the culture of that business started with the thought process of the person that started it. And then it permeates from the very top all the way through that organization. And and no matter how big that organization gets, they can still be the person that set forth those principles. I, for instance, using me as an example, I've I've been involved in over 78,000 residential transactions. That doesn't mean anything to John and his family when it comes time for you to buy a house. Well, you know why? Because you're only interested in your house and as you should be. Right. Right. So so it's your house. that's important. So it's very important that if I'm going to say that in my advertising, that the very next sentence is, why is that important to you? And then that needs to explain that it's about the expertise. It's about I train my agents. So even if I can't meet you, you're getting the same hand that I would extend to you. Like things like that are very, very important. That's the rest of the meat of the skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, to your point, like, okay, cool. You've done a bunch of transactions. That's fine. But my situation's unique. Yes. How do I know you've done my exact situation? Yeah. And that's where that branding and, and all of the content that comes along with it really falls into place. Well, um, this has been a really great conversation, a lot of great insight. As always, I'm glad we finally got around to doing this topic here on Center Stage. Uh, well, we're glad we're we could proud participate to be in here. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm really great that, uh, that we found each other. Um, before we go, uh, if people are interested in getting in touch with Brandface and learning more about what you guys do, how can they do that? 
Yep. Head to discussyourbrand.com. That's how you learn more about us and uh, also where you can schedule a free a 30-minute session with our team and talk about your brand, talk about some of the challenges you face and some of the goals that you have, and, and we can kind of lead you in the right direction. Awesome. And then I think you guys mentioned you had a book that has done really well. How can people check that out? Brand Face for Entrepreneurs, and it's available on Amazon. Awesome. Great. So uh, one final question that we ask everybody here on the show before we wrap things up, and is that uh, that's uh, if you had one piece of advice for our lawyer listeners out there, what would it be? Uh, individually or corporately? How about we go both? All right. Okay. You go first. All right. Well, I, I'm going to go the more individual route because there are a lot of people out there, a lot of attorneys out there that maybe think, well, there's not a whole lot different about me. We're all trying to do the same things, right? We're, we're trying to deliver a service. There's a thousand divorce attorneys. There's a thousand criminal attorneys, et cetera, et cetera. But I say, you know, we don't make stars. We unveil them. And there's a star inside of every human being. And, and, it's, and we don't create brands that say, look at me, look at me. We create brands that say, look at what I can do for you. And connecting to who they're trying to connect with. And there's a star inside of each person like that. And I want them to feel that and know that there's something very unique and special about them too, not just their customers, but that's why their customers are attracted to them. So that's what I want to leave you with. Awesome. Yep. And I leave, uh, leave you with the advice of be bold. Uh, so one thing I'd change about my life, I'd have been bolder earlier. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like awesome. we're not bold enough as human beings. So Yeah. Awesome. That's why I like having two guests on because we get extra advice and, and it's, it's a little bit more value there. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all for continuing to provide the feedback and rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're consuming the show. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Michael, Tanya, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you, John. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.